and we are back with another episode of the journey that we host carla chua and this week i am coming to you live from my yoga mat <laughs> i think that like a lot of people say that the beauty of like my my podcast is like the fact that it sounds like i'm just on call with you guys and like it's just like a normal call that you can talk back at me in so like i guess like let's just actually live it out i'm really properly just on my yoga mat you know how other podcasters so legit with their studios and whatever listen we're not like that i'm literally on my floor i'm literally wearing my sports bra and my cycling shorts i came from an exercise just now and i just had a stroke of inspiration um context because Well, by the time this comes out, it's already it probably would have been like two weeks into law school already. But as I'm recording this, it is the very first day of law school. Well, mm, it's the intro to law start. But like, I guess you can say that I'm very, very tense right now, very nervous, a lot of nervous energy around me because um, I'm just the type of person to hype a lot of things up, think, overthink actually a lot of things and maybe like psych myself out way too much and give myself undue stress and anxiety and i definitely did that with law school hopefully by the time that like this comes out i probably mm, maybe like found a groove a little bit with studying and everything like that but like right now i'm just really nervous because i'm waiting for the modules to open like as we speak they're all locked all i can see are the titles of it and it just makes me really really nervous because I don't know how heavy it's gonna be. I don't know if I can do this. I don't know, like, everything. And before this day, there has been so many plans that have been made. And it made me so stressed out because, like, how the hell am I supposed to juggle law school with all of these outings planned? Like, I I have plans all the way up to August. And maybe for other people, and maybe even for myself, that would have been a really good situation to be in. Like, I would have been, like, I would have begged for the position that I have right now. Back in like maybe this time last year, I would have been like, oh, sana all lumalabas, you know? But like now that I have my priorities like set in stone, the law school comes first, academics and whatever my dream comes first, um, it overwhelms me that my social life is booming. Um, my family life is booming. Like it's supposed to be a good thing. I know it's a good thing and I am grateful for it. But like I just can't, Mm, I just can't do this right now. Like, I really don't have time for this. Ah! Like, this episode was supposed to be about how I'm crazy overwhelmed. But I wanted to spin it a little bit and make it a little bit more positive. Because, you know, obviously in therapy, I'm trying so hard to reduce my negative thoughts and everything. So might as well put it into practice, right? Put some use into the therapy because it's I'm paying a lot of money for it, okay, guys? So might as well put therapy into work, right? So yeah, that's what we're gonna do today. Um, in terms of the Boracay trip, I think last week I talked to you guys about how you know my birthday did not go very well. Update for you guys now: I am going to Boracay. That's one of the reasons why I'm so um overwhelmed because it's not the prime time to go to the beach in August. Like, isn't that like the start of like? rainy season and everything literally i have well the start of law school is happening right now in july it's my boyfriend's birthday um what else is there it's my late birthday celebrations happening because we didn't get to celebrate in june and 
my birthday is like relatively late in the month of June, so technically it is following like spilling over to um spilling over to July. My sister, her birthday is also July. My mom's birthday is also July. So many things are happening in July. Like there are a lot of parties, there are a lot of celebrations, and I'm just overwhelmed. Hold on, Chini's like staring at the door right now and staring at me like back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> it's kind of cute. I wish you guys could see it, but like, give me a sec. Anyway, as I was saying, I feel like I'm not grateful for what I have now. Although I like this, all that I have right now, and I'm complaining about. I know that like, I w- I prayed for this moment like before, or, like I've yearned for this for a long time. Nah. I wanted to go to law school. I graduated with honors. Um, I have a social life. I'm going out all the time. Honestly, guys, I'm also moving out. Like I'm doing things that I've always wanted to do. But right now, as I'm doing them, it all stresses me out. And I guess that's really the reality of living out your dream is that it's not all easy. Like there are all of these things that... um you could be doing and it seems glamorous from far away and it seems like oh man i want that life but when it's right there it's still not you know completely just butterflies and rainbows like everything comes at a price and that price for me is stress and effort and exhaustion and social battery depletion and although i'm really excited for this chapter in my life i know that in hindsight i know that in hindsight this looks really fun I know that like I'll look back at this moment in time and I'll be like, wow, I loved that. Like I'm so grateful for those moments. But I guess as a time capsule, it's just hard for me right now. And that's okay. That's like completely normal. I think that's how everyone lives out their lives anyway, right? So yeah, it's just been hard. I hate to complain about such good things in my life, but I am. <laughs> I leave it to Carlisle to always complain about something. No, it's been a bad habit of mine to always find something to complain about. Like, what? You're already going to Boracay. You've been complaining about it like last week. I was literally crying about it on my birthday mismo na. I'm going to Boracay and finally I'm going to Boracay. But guess what? It's going to be during law school and whatever, whatever. Literally, I'm going to Boracay. And then I'm going to fly back from Boracay on Monday morning. And I'm going straight to law school. Like I'm going straight to my school to go to class. Like thank God, thank God that my class starts at night. But like, oh my God, the energy that I'm going to be exerting to live this life that i'm living Mm -mm. like i don't know how some people can just do the jet setter life like it's not for me i'm i'm meant to be not slow paced i'm gonna get so bored with a slow paced life but like more peaceful please may i please 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 have some more routine in my life like oh my gosh okay See, this is what it hap- What happened in the pandemic is that I had a, like a, a routine, a schedule, and I just stuck to it and everything was stable within my home, right? Within my little bubble. But now that we're popping that bubble, everything is unpredictable again and it's difficult. And I guess that's just me as um, an emerging adult from the pandemic that I'm just not very adaptable anymore. And I guess that's, fr- that's the... Uh, mm, I guess that was the thing that I got out of it, or at least my generation out of the pandemic. You know how like pandemic babies don't know anything about like nature and stuff because they were locked out, locked in all the time. And like for teenagers, like my my little sister, she's like hella hella awkward, and like uh, her maturity is like 
not not that she's immature but like i think her maturity stunted because of the fact that she spent her you know her formative years locked indoors and stuff like that for me as this age 22 i think that the thing that i got out of it or the stunting of growth that i got was like the unpredictability of the world gets very overwhelming for me now but you know this episode is supposed to be about the positive self-talk and the pep talk that i'm going to give myself and i wanted to record it because i don't know like i wanted to listen back to this because i listen back to my own episodes but like i really wanted to listen back to this specific episode um especially when i'm feeling lost and overwhelmed and when the imposter syndrome hits i want to be able to hear my own voice and say hey it's gonna be okay like you're gonna make it because this is literally the voice this is your voice speaking to you mismo carlisle listening to this in the future and you're gonna make it you're gonna be okay because no one can do it like you anyway we're going to talk about that in a bit so let's go Okay, I guess I just wanted to start off my pep talk by reiterating that the things that I used to dream about, I now complain about. And there's this thing in, um, I think it's uh, the subtle art of not giving a fuck where you kind of just point out the better problems you have now than you did back then. Because no matter what in life, you're always going to have problems, but it's just a matter of leveling up your problems having better problems than you used to have like for example from money problems of being broke and everything to having that problem of not knowing where to spend your money you know that that's a very different problem to have already and i guess that's the problems that i have now like before i didn't have anything to do and that was my problem now i have too much to do and that's a good problem to have already and the fact that i'm entering law school it's a good problem to have like that fear of you know not not being good enough or the fear of like can kaya ko ba to or am i smart enough to be amongst this crowd that's a good problem to have because back then my issue was that i felt like the crowd i was surrounded by was not um i guess was not giving me like was not challenging me or not really making me grow now the situation that surrounds me is that i am going to grow no matter what this is a environment where no matter what happens i will become a different person and i just didn't have that before my past problem was that i was bored my past problem was that i wasn't learning my present problem is that i'm going to learn so much and the answer is yes because it takes so much to get to this part this this part the exciting part this the hard part only some people can get through it um there was this meme or this post that my friend post that gave me or sent to me back then and it was like you wouldn't be here if you didn't belong here or something like that it was like all the opportunities that are presented to you are presented to you because you deserved it or you deserve it um you belong here i think that one of the hardest parts to get over when you are faced with these good problems is that you just see them as problems again and you just feel 
frustrated and tired like why why am i always going to face problems but the reality of life is that there are going to be problems wherever you go it's just a matter of looking at your situation now and you know noticing ba is this a better problem than it used to be then just be grateful for that because it goes to show that your life is progressing and that's so much better than a life that doesn't change at all so yeah life is going to be tough as fuck like not only for me who's going to law school, but for the people who are listening to this, yes, life is going to be tough, but life is also different now. And that's a good thing. We all went through this big-ass struggle of a pandemic. We all have been through hard times in life. I would like to I would like to think. I'm not saying that my listeners are traumatized or something like that. Not, not, not all of you are damaged, okay? But I know some of you are. But we've been through so much in life and it's gotten us somewhere wherever you may be in life you got there because you kept moving forward from the hardest parts that you've faced so far meaning you're gonna keep getting through the hard parts because you've been training ever since you were a kid ever since you were born you've been faced with struggles and adversities that means that you were taught lessons from them already from the past that you're supposed to apply now in the future for me personally i've faced a lot of like failures and rejections that really hurt me and humiliated me back then but now that i'm looking like now that i look back at it i know that it prepared me for law school because i know law school is going to be full of humiliation and full of like you you know humbling experiences that i would not have gotten if i did not face all of those rejections um i think that if you are a person who has never faced rejection the higher you are on your pedestal the harder you fall the more painful it's going to be when you realize oh you're not all that you're not the shit i like the fact that i am humbled by force by the universe you know i'm honestly grateful for all the humbling experiences that i, that I had because it just taught me like the earth the world the universe and everyone else around me do not under like they don't follow my own will and because of that i guess it taught me to not be spoiled or it taught me not to be so entitled that this is how it's supposed to go because i realized like it's never gonna go my own way you have to be grateful for whatever life gives you whatever life throws at you because that's the life that you're supposed to live out um obviously that doesn't apply to like you know abuse and like things that you actually genuinely do not deserve but in terms of like the experiences that you do live out the rejections that you do face the humiliation the struggle the strife the heartaches those were meant to happen to you and you did not have any control over it to avoid it or anything like that so yeah i don't know Another thing that's been going through my mind, aside from, you know, all the pressure and anxiety and the fears of pursuing my dream finally, is a combating thought. And they teach you this in therapy that, like, you have to pinpoint where the negative thought is, where that cognitive distortion is, and you're supposed to find a way to combat it. And... It's a thing. It's my personal struggle. I don't know if other people can do this. But then, like, I think... Well, I, I see the way... I don't know how to explain my brain right now. My brain 
it feels like I have rose-colored glasses on. And every thought, every bad thought is a red flag, but I can't see it. I think every thought that I have is the truth. Every thought that I have is mine and it's something I deeply feel inside my bones. Um, But what I'm trying to learn in therapy or what therapy is trying to teach me is that not all of your thoughts are your thoughts. Some of your thoughts are your mental illness, which is my depression, my anxiety. It's not who I really am. And from there, you pinpoint it and then you try to combat it using your own mindfulness and your own, you know, like real thoughts, your real voice, the real voice that you have and not your mental, you're not your mental illness. So yeah, the thought like the heaviness of the work that's ahead of me, the fear of it, I can't do it, I can't do it. The combating thought that I have is always to list down the things that I've done, the highest pressure points of my life, and the fact that I got through it. Um, it's not really the best thing in life to do, to put yourself in such high-stress situations just to prove something to yourself. But the fact that I did them anyway already, like it makes me feel better about myself already. And I actually go back to them and they kind of hold I could I kind of hold them as trophies. Nah, I'm proud that I got through this hard time in my life and I survived it. And it didn't necessarily have to end with flying colors or anything like that. But like they did. And I'm proud of it. And I will never forget it. You know, like they were bad experiences. Might as well do something out of them. Like might as well make a badge out of, you know, the bloody <laughs> limbs that I've lost. You know what I mean? I'm not, I don't actually mean I've lost any limbs, but you know what I mean, right? The metaphors anyway. So um, one of the, I guess, experiences that were really, really stressful for me that I got through, and this was like way back when I was a kid, was um, in grade then I would believe I have okay this is the setup for my high school is that we have weeks of uh, maybe like one to two weeks of exams I think mostly just one week of exams and normally we have like maybe two exams per day and there was this one specific day where I had math and I had a history I think in grade 10 and then, like, I focused on history first because it's really heavy and I wanted to get it out of the way. But I finished studying at 10 p.m. And mind you, I sleep at, like, <laughs> at the time, I would sleep at, like, 11 or 12. So at 10 p.m. for me was really later. You know, I was like, shit, can I do this? Like, can I study? Like, can I just start math at 10 p.m.? That's so later to start math for me. Like, I was not in schedule anymore. And I, I remember exactly the moment. I was like, if I can do this, I can do anything. I was in my table, as in my study table. And I was like, no, I'm going to do this. I have to do this. I have no choice. I have to study. Um, and if I get through this, I can get through anything. And... Lo and behold, I got through it. I got, I did really good in my tests and I slept maybe at 1 a.m. Siguro, yeah, it's not my normal sleeping time, but I got through it. I got enough sleep. I slept well enough and I got through the math exam. Imagine I studied 
I started studying. It was like a comprehensive exam. So like from the very start of the school year to the very end of the school year, I had to study math. And I suck at math, okay? I suck, I suck, I suck, I suck, I suck at math, okay? And the fact that I got through math at 10 p.m. and made it out alive was already a big-ass accomplishment for me. And then it happened again. In college, in first year college, what happened in the exam week was that I had law, I had a law exam, but right after, like I had a law exam and normally the exams of Ateneo end at night. So my exam was at like 6 to 9 p.m. or something like that. I don't really remember, but I remember it was an obligations and contracts exam, the 6 to 9, and the next day, I had calculus the next day as in like the morning after the law exam so obviously it's like what the hell am I supposed to study first law or math and like for me it was law because that's really like my priority and my passion right so I studied obligon obligations and contract and I was so exhausted oh no oh my gosh I completely forgot also it was legal research and then it was Oblicon, I think. Oh my gosh, I'm not remembering this properly. I think there was but there was another exam in the morning. And then I had the afternoon to study for Oblicon. And then it was nighttime now. And then when I got home, I had to study for calculus. Now, again, I suck, I suck, I suck, I suck, I suck at math. If you had anyone to save you by solving a math problem, please never pick me. Never, ever, ever pick me. Like... I, I will never, I can never, I could never. So, um, yeah, it was, I was exhausted from my law test, but I needed to study. So I went, I slept over in my best friend's house and she helped me study calculus. And we slept at 3 a.m. Literally, my standing in class was a D, okay? My standing in class was a D, and I just needed to take this test. Just not fail the test so that I could pass this fucking subject, you know? And then um, I just remember at 3 a.m., me and my best friend, we were, like, laughing because we were just, like, so fucking exhausted. And then the thought came to me again that if I can do this, I can do anything. If I get through this, I can get through anything. So... Lo and behold, I slept at 3 a.m. I got up again at 6 a.m. Um, we took the test at 7 or 8 a.m., got through it, and I ended with a C standing in calculus. So although that's not flying colors for the rest of you, bitch, that was flying colors for me because I hated calculus. I hated it. I did not learn it in high school. So like that was a big accomplishment already for me. And the fact that I did not have to repeat it, girl. <laughs> I'm so proud about that. So whatever. Anyway, then I had another moment of if I can get through this, I can get through anything. And this one was the most intense one that I had. So you guys already know that um, in Kaif, in my organization before, I was a lone officer. So I was a solo officer in a position that needed two officers. So it was really heavy. The workload was really heavy. And my job was essentially to create Basta, I had a lot of paperwork to do for um I had a lot of paperwork to do for my position mismo but aside from my position mismo I was also heading two projects at the same time so that's 
Celebrate Life Camp and Lex Camp. Lex Camp is in my other organization. So I was, okay, third year is the heaviest year for, I don't know if all college students, but like for legal management, it's a really fucking heavy year. So I was in my heaviest year of college. I was um, a loan officer um, with so much paperwork to do. I had two projects that I was heading, as in heading, okay? I was a project manager for both events and they were happening like a week after one week after the other and i was also running for vice president at the time so y'all already know that the vice president thing did not work out for me and that's fine listen i understand like i'm not in that point in my life anymore where i take it that personally like i've heard you know you've you've heard me talk about it you've heard me cry about it if you haven't you can here listen to all of those episodes whatever i still have to talk about it in therapy of course i still have to work out the rejection of that and everything but like for the most part i'm pretty much over it but the fact that i got through that season of my life two projects again i am sorry that i keep listing it down but it's just impossible like the way i i cannot believe that i i got through that time in my life i was also applying for internships already at this time mind you so i was applying for internships i had two projects that i was heading i was running for vice president and i was an officer mismo on top of my hell year um bitch i don't know about you but like i i i think about myself and i think wow you're a beast you're a motherfucking beast for going through the hardest 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 time in your life sure you came out of it broken you came out of it kind of sad but after it look what it made you no one can replicate what the hell you did because no one is as hardworking as you no one is as focused as you no one can juggle all of these things like you there are so many parts of who you are that make you so special and so unique and so strong that you are a workforce like you are a whore like a what do you call it you're like a what's the word i'm looking for it's like you're like a why am i thinking of like workhorse i'm thinking of a workhorse but you're a motherfucking beast okay like you can do it because you've done so many other things that other people could never imagine going through no one else can carry the load you carried and you're going to carry it again and you're going to prove to yourself that you can do it again because you've done it before again and again and again and again and you keep proving to yourself that you can make it through another thing that makes me feel really good about myself is well aside from the proof that i can make it aside from the proof that i have that i have grit and stamina and intelligence to get through those things um is the fact that other people get through those things as well so like everyone well not everyone but you know what i mean like every college student goes through college at least for one sem even if you drop out even if you loa you've gotten through at least a, a sem of college and it makes me feel nice knowing that my struggles are not unique because if my struggles were so unique then i wouldn't 
you know, then I wouldn't know if it's worth if you can get out of it. But the matter of the fact is, every graduated student of Ateneo has went through a hell sam. Every graduated student of Ateneo, you know, cried over a test. Every graduated student, every student has cried about a test because it's so hard, um, struggled through a class, failed a test, all of these things. They are not unique to you, meaning you are not the only one. You are not a failure because this thing happens to everyone. It's normal. I think that if something were out of the ordinary, that's when I would panic. But the fact is my struggles are not my own only. The fact that law school is not something like unique to myself makes me feel nice. Being part of a collective makes me feel nice. Knowing that there were lawyers and lawyers and lawyers before me that struggled through law school too, that cried over law school too, makes me feel nice knowing that, okay, I'm going to go through that too. I'm going to go through that hell too. But listen, if they can do it, I can do it too. And if they can do anything after law school, I can do anything after law school. I am not unique and that makes me feel safe. And I don't know if that makes you guys feel safe, but... I think you guys should find the beauty in the fact that your struggle is not your own. It's normal. It's part of life. And because it's part of life, you know that it's something that you can get through. So yeah, I don't know. I guess the last thing I wanted to share was just a quote. I don't know who it's by. I'm so sorry. You can search it up. You can fact check it for me. But like the quote is, or it's very rough um you know paraphrase of the quote but it's courage is not the absence of fear it's moving forward despite being afraid or something along those lines so i don't know what the hell my boyfriend just messaged me you're cheating on me question mark give me a sec okay crisis averted mind you i'm not a cheater but like my boyfriend just sent me a picture of a girl who looks exactly like me or at least she, you know she was her, her her face was covered so obviously she doesn't look exactly like me but like her physique looked like me and like her haircut looked like me and she was with a boy and i was like oh my god my doppelganger question mark yeah my our our humor is just weird like that whatever <laughs> everything's fine crisis averted but yeah the quote was courage is not the absence of fear it's moving forward despite being afraid so like i don't know i think because for me as a perfectionist i think that everyone who has accomplished things are free of faults i think that whoever is you know, like, well-accomplished as, like, a hero and stuff like that. They never felt fear. But, like, I don't know why the first person I thought of when I said hero was Jose Rizal. But mind you, Jose Rizal was fucking afraid. I'm pretty sure when he turned around to, like, face the fucking bullet, he was afraid to do that. But he still did it anyway because he was pretty courageous. And he was like, might as well because I'm going to die anyway. Uh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you do things even when you're afraid and that's what makes you remarkable. That's what makes you a hero. That's what makes you worth respecting. I think that, like, okay, as a perfectionist, I always think you always have to be on top of your game. You always have to be this and that in order to be a good lawyer. Nah, dude, you just have to get through it. 
to be a good lawyer. You have, you just have to get through anything just to be a good person, to be a good leader, to be a good anything. You just have to get through the parts where you have to learn how to be it. Learning is not easy. Learning is the one of the hardest things that we as humans have to do. Um, obviously, there's dying and dealing with pain and stuff. But don't you think that's also part of learning? Learning how to handle grief. Learning how to move on. Learning how to, you know carry on with life that's the same thing as moving on i just blanked out there but you know what i mean the hardest part of life is learning but that's life itself was that a philosopher's quote or something no it wasn't it was me but that's the whole point i think that yeah it's the hardest part but when you're done learning you can live it out you can apply it and that's the fun part I just have to get through this hard part. You just have to get through this hard part. But everything's going to work out in the end. And it's going to be okay. You just have to trust. And you just trust the process. You have to be open-minded. Because you are not the teacher. You are the student. And you have to trust in the teacher. Which is the universe. The academe. Whatever it is that you're facing. You just have to trust it. And you have to trust that it's going to teach you something that you needed to learn. Because the problem or maybe like the whole reason why you're struggling with it in the first place is because you don't know about it yet. Or the reason why you're struggling is because you're not yet educated on how to handle it. So by the time that you are educated, by the time that you know how to do these things, things will come much easier to you. So until then... Uh, I just soldier on. It's gonna be okay. I'm gonna be here. You're gonna be here. And you're gonna get through this. And when you do get through this, you can get through anything. I will say that till the day I die. That if I can get through this, I can get through anything. And you've gotten through so much already. Meaning you can go through so much more. So yeah, that's all I have to say this week. Um we'll update you guys oh will i'll update you guys next week on how the hell law school's been but yeah i'm really 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 happy for and grateful for the better problems that i have now and i hope you guys are too love you all very much i'll see you all next week and enjoy the rest of your day your week your night your morning whatever um yeah bye